You know, uh, when I was a kid at school, uh, one of the things that was really, um, that, you know, obviously every school has, the kids always have trends, but one of the things that my school was um, water-resistant watches. Um, Casio was this huge brand, and uh, all the boys were always competing about uh, which which kind of watch that they had. I mean, Casio was the biggest, and there were a couple of other brands, which I don't remember, just goes to show. Uh, branding is a big thing. But they used to have multiple models. And one of the things that we used to compete on um, as kids was how water-resistant the watch was. I remember my watch was uh, one where you could you could shower with it. And I think you could swim with it uh, in a shallow pool, but you couldn't go, like, deep scuba diving with it or something like that. I don't actually remember. Um, and there were other um, kids, you know, they'd have one that you could maybe take out in the rain, but but that would be it. They'd be like these digital watches, you know, with alarm clocks and all those kind of things. Um, a lot of them have actually started coming back into fashion. Um, recently, from what I can tell, you know, with the smartphone, digital Apple watch craze and everything, there's a lot of digital watches coming back in. But the one thing that it actually reminds me of um, these water-resistant watches is like, you know, when you would be, you'd be in the water and the watch has actually got to resist, you know, the water getting in so it doesn't ruin the electronics, right? But like, if you see that as a metaphor, like the water as um, either as ideas or either as change, um, then, you know, what I find with that, especially a lot um, uh, in this day and age is um, people that really resist new ideas. Like if nothing um, has been done, you know, if, if you're doing things, um in a different way to how you've always done them or you're being told to do it, people resist that. Or if things are different to how you've already seen it, people resist that a lot. And it's it's like being a water-resistant watch. You just don't want to let anything new in. But if you don't let new ideas, um, uh, new creativity in, then you, you just can't grow. You can't take advantage of all that abundance that is around you. Um, and I notice this a lot. I mean, I used to be like this myself. I remember when um, we had some... Uh, Cousins come over um, from, uh, we had, I had a cousin, um, a really good, he's like, uh, I'm like really good friends with him, but um, we hadn't seen him for a really long time. And he came over uh, from Germany and um, he came and stayed with us. And then he went back and then, because um, we had such a good time, he invited me back to his place. And you got to remember in those days, this is, um, I think this is like late 90s, very early 2000s. Flights were still quite cheap then. Um, he was probably, you know, I, I would stay at his house. I wouldn't have to pay for accommodation. Um, I, you know, it was, you know, it'd be some sea and sand and everything. I didn't really have to worry about anything. It was pre uh, 9-11 as well. So I didn't have to worry about like security checks and all this kind of stuff. And I wasn't in a full-time job, so I didn't have to worry about t- taking time off off um, work and all those kind of things. So, I mean, it was a really good chance for me to go. Um, and I was just like, nope, nope, I'm not coming. Nope, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Nope, nope, nope. And I just, I just started resisting the whole thing for like really, really stupid reasons. I was just thinking, you know, I'm going to spend a whole week with this family that I don't know very well. I knew him quite well. I was thinking it's a, there's another language. Um, I just had all these irrational fears in my mind. Now I look back and I think I should have snapped up that opportunity because I would I would have experienced a new culture. Like I love traveling now, um, you know, and, and now it's a lot more expensive than it used to be, um, you know, and you have to pay for hotels and things. But it was so much, uh, there was so much that I could have taken advantage of there and I didn't. Um, and then I remember when I was a little bit older, I had a client um, and um, he also knew my dad as well. And for some reason, he took quite a liking to me, kind of quite liked um, I think it was just because I, I did a really good job of building up his trust and everything. 
And this guy, um, he had a huge villa in the south of France. He was a really loaded guy. He was driving like a Bentley or something, I can't remember. And um, he had a villa in the south of France. And um, I, th- I kind of I had kind of half lost touch with him. After we'd, I did a little bit, he did, I think he'd, we did a little bit of work from him and everything, and that was about it. But he knew my dad, and uh, he spoke to my dad a few months later, and he said, "Oh, you know, if you if you uh, speak to Horam, obviously, um, let him know that um, I've got this. I still have this villa in France. And I don't occupy it all the time. He's more than welcome uh, if he wants to come down and 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 stay in France and stay at this villa. He can come and stay at the villa, and I." Like my dad, and then my dad said to me, oh, you know, he's offering you the villa if you want to go and check it out. And all I could think about was, I don't know how I'm going to travel there on my own, stay in this villa on my own, and how I'm going to look after the place. And what if something goes wrong and uh, this guy's going to come after me and give me a really hard time? Like that's all I was thinking about. Instead of thinking about, it's the south of France, um, you know, the sun, it's a whole villa to myself. I don't have to pay for any of those things new culture it'll be something really to write home about it'll be I'll, I'll you know I can take off the pressure of work I could have been thinking about all the things that could have gone right but instead I, to- I talked about all the things that could have gone wrong or I was thinking about all the things that could have gone wrong and unfortunately most of us uh, are unfortunately operating this way some of it is because of schooling because we you know actually some of it is actually because of parenting because we're always when, when you know, as kids, when we're growing up, we're always told about the negative effects of something. If you go and play out in the cold, uh, you're going to catch a cold, right? If you go and play in the rain, you're going to catch a cold. Uh, if you uh, play in the fields, you're going to get your clothes dirty. And if you do this, this is going to happen. And so we start internalizing this this uh, habit of uh, focusing on what could go wrong, right? And it, and even if something, you know, even if you don't get told something by your parent, uh, and then something goes wrong, then you get disciplined for it anyway. And then the same thing happens at school. Don't do this, don't do that. And there's a lot of this just boxing ourselves in. And that becomes um, a, a habit. Um, and we, we don't consciously recognize this habit. that We start resisting um, uh, new things a lot. Like it, nobody has to actually tell us how to do that. We just automatically start resisting things. Um, and for me, it's been a huge source of frustration. Um, you know, I, I'm trying now to to, to get uh, the people that I work with, the clients that I work with, I'm, I'm trying to get even more ambitious with them. I'm trying to push things even uh, bigger and greater. I'm trying to find even more creative ways of doing things, uh, different way of doing things. Um, I'm just trying to really uh, take, take things to the next step. But what I constantly find uh, is resistance. Um, to anything. It can be resistance to anything. It can be resistance to new technology, right? Oh, well, I've always used Google Docs or I've always used Microsoft Word and I don't want to use this app because of X, Y, Z, or I've always used uh, iPhone and I don't want to shift to Android, or it could be um, uh, I, I've never uh, managed a team before and I don't want to do it, or I've never lived in this country before, or I've never lived in this city before, I don't want to do that, or I don't want to do it this way. And all of these things, like uh, it can sound really harsh and really mean, um, and I don't intend it to, but they're just excuses. Um, it's just they're, they're just irrational fears because we we rationalize our fears in some way. We'll say something to convince ourselves and to ward off the other person, but really it's just a fear. And if you could get over that fear, then there's so much opportunity and so much abundance at the other end um, that we could take advantage of. But you know we don't. And um, the thing is, it's just a shame because you can spend. Two years, three years, five years, eight years, you can spend your whole lives uh, looking for those great opportunities, uh, looking, for, you know, hoping that your life's going to change. 
and then thinking, you know, why is a God, why is God or why is the universe punishing me? Why am I not getting my big break? Like, why is it not happening? And the reason why it's not happening is because the opportunity was there in front of you the whole time. Um, you just weren't able to take advantage of it because you, you weren't allowing yourself to. You were only focusing on what could go wrong instead of focusing on what could go right. Like you have, you have to put yourself in that state. And that can only come from a, from a place of gratitude, unfortunately. You, you have to be somebody that can really see the good things in something. You have to have curiosity about you. Like this is, this is what's so good about kids. Like their fitra is just, they just, everything is just a wonder. Every little thing is just amazing. Uh, and it's just it's just a complete wonder to them. And so they're not thinking about what could go wrong. This is why actually a lot of um, young kids actually do really well in business because they're not thinking about what could go wrong. They're dreaming about what could go right. Like their faculty of being able to dream, of being able to uh, to be curious and all these things, it's all switched on. They get to, you know, they get taken through uh, parenting and then school and all of that gets switched off. You've got to be able to switch that stuff back on again. Um, but you know, this has been actually really frustrating for me because all I meet is, um, is, uh, resistance. Um, and it's really interesting, you know, somebody put a quote up, uh, uh, about a month ago, which was this, um, it, it was a quote in a picture, which was, um, some people don't like you because your spirit irritates their demons. And I actually related to that really, really well, because I'm actually finding this whole of my whole of 2018 was like this. Like I would get into a situation and like, you know, I would really enjoy something or try and do something in a different way. And then everybody around me would just resist that so heavily that it just brings their demons out. Like the, because the fear just takes over and then it, that would then cause me problems. Like people just would want to, people would start then either alienating me or um, giving me a hard time or telling me I'm the cause of their, um, their upset or, or, um, you know, whatever it is, but really it's just demons that are coming out. Like, because, because I'm a lot more free now. I, I've been working on myself for so long uh, that I've be, just been learning to be, to get back to a state of being somebody that can just be curious about anything and everything, to see the wonder and everything, to see what good come out, could come out of things. I mean, I do resist a lot of things as well. I actually, believe it or not, I actually resist quite, uh, travel quite a bit, but that's because of health reasons. But I try not to. Um, and we, we all have our reasons. That's why I'm saying I'm, that's why I'm saying I'm trying not to be mean. Uh, because, you know, for some of us, some things we just can't do for whatever reason. And I get that. But what I'm saying is we have to push ourselves to, um, you know, to the sea of abundance. You, you've got to let things in. You've got to let new ideas in. But you have to open your, open your heart for that to be able to happen. Um, but we just all, we immediately resist, you know, well, I, I haven't done this this way and I can't do this. I've never done this before or that's just not going to work for me. And it's just demons that are talking, unfortunately. And we've, we've got to get out of that state because that's what Allah wants from us as well. Believe it or not, he wants us to be in this state of, you know, there's the, uh, I don't remember the ayah specifically, but it says, you know, shaitan promises you uh, poverty and, 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 and fear and, and all these things, but Allah promises you abundance and, and mercy and love. And, you know, so you, you have to bring your state to that. Uh, and kids have this, you send them to school and they just lose all of it. But kids have this. It's really good to, it's really good to kind of spend time with, with children that are just full of this wonder because you can get it from them. Um, but you've got to learn to focus on, on, uh, what could go right rather than what could go wrong because, that's where all the opportunities are. The opportunities are right under your nose all the time, all around you. Um, and you're only going to be able to capitalize on, on them if you allow yourself to, if you open yourself up to it and say, yeah, I, I want to grab this. And, you know, there will be people that will come into your life 
maybe today, right now, or there will be an article that you will read or a book that you will read or you'll just observe something on someone and that opportunity is right there in front of you, but you will tell yourself, this isn't for me or I'm not made for this and I can't do this. And that's where you've got to really check yourself and say, actually, maybe I am made for this or maybe I can do this and I just need to uh, allow myself to step into this. Um, because that's when your life is going to really change. Um, that's when my life has always changed, where I've stopped resisting and I've stepped into something that I've never done historically, that it wasn't me. That's just not who I am. But I've done it and it completely changed my life. I mean, I probably talked about this before. Like, I resisted so hard to come to London. My my wife got a job offer. She didn't quite, she kind of told me about it, but I was kind of like resisting it. Um, and I just thought, well, we'll come for a week or two. Um, or a month or so, because um, it was contract anyway. And I was like, well, we're going, we're going straight back because I was so used to living uh, in the north in this little town that, you know, just no man's land effectively. And I wasn't used to the London life, like the hustle and the bustle and the traffic and the, the people. And it, it just, it just wasn't me. But yet now you can't get me away from London. Like, I just don't want to go back. Like, I think, just think London's one of the best cities on, in the world if not the best, um, in many ways, not in every way. I mean, there's, you know, every every city has its pros and cons, but like, you just can't pry me away. And I actually remember a, a friend saying to me at the time that uh, you're not going to last long. Six months, you'll be you'll be wanting to come back or maximum a year. You'll want to come back after a year. And I've been here, alhamdulillah, now, uh, now five years. And I'm now looking at the next frontier, wherever that's going to be. It might be Pakistan. It might be Spain. I don't know where it's going to be. Um, and I see resistance now from people saying, well, you can't go to Pakistan because there's no infrastructure and there's, uh, there's, there's poverty and there's fighting and there's this, or you can't go to Spain because you don't know the language or the, the economy is crashing or whatever. Like there's, there's always something. And those people, you know, just trying to weigh you down um, because it's, it's their own fears that they're rationalizing and they're just projecting them on you. And that's the thing that's, that has to stop. Um, you know, because I, I find when people come to me, they say something, they'll say, well, I want to do this or I want to do that. And I'm pushing them to do to, to do even more of it, or even uh, do it even bigger or even grander scale. And they find that so odd because they're so used to people pulling them back. But you can't be one of those people until, until you stop pulling yourself back. But like I said, you just have to stop resisting. You really, really do have to stop resisting. Asalaamu Alaikum.